0: Welcome everybody to Beyond the Rules. I am Steve Batista. With me, there's a single gentleman, as always, Curtis Dugar. How you doing, Curtis? I'm
1: good. Bro. How you doing,
0: man? I'm good. I'm good. Well, this episode is going to be a little more uh, our expert opinion versus actual real time experience. But I think a lot of people are very I don't know, apprehensive. Is a good word to say about the new rules with the MLB. It's something that's going to culture shock. I think a lot of people and. Let's try to offer them some sort of clarity if we can.
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right.
0: So, for everybody, the three rule changes that are going to be implemented are the pitch clock, the banning of the shift, and larger bases. Larger bases, in extent, speaks for itself. It's uh, just a mechanism so it allows more sliding room for the, the player and it, it could just mitigate injuries. There are other competition-based things to it, but other than that, the real essence of the rule change is that it's going to really throw off what people hold as a normal viewing experience, and really, it's something that's going to adjust from player to coach to fan to the game worldwide, and that is the pitch the pitch clock. And without trying to tell you in my own words, the pitch clock is there is a thirty second timer between batters and a time between pitches after receiving the ball from a catcher or umpire, pitchers are required to begin their motion within 15 seconds with the bases empty or within 20 seconds with runners on base. If they don't, they're charged an automatic ball. Hitters also share the responsibility to keep the game moving. They must be in the batter's box and ready for the pitch by the time the clock reaches eight seconds. If they're not, they're charged with an automatic strike. A batter can call time, but only once per plate appearance. Now, that is the rule. And the given reason is the average time for a major league game last season was three hours and six minutes. That was down from the all-time high of 2021, which was three hours and 11 minutes. But it still reinforced the perception that today's MLB games tend to have long stretches of inactivity. To speed up the pace of the game, MLB wants to cut down on the number of times pitches and batters are allowed to stop the play. Now... As a fan, we can all interpret that one way, but as somebody who is going to be the bearer of the the rule and the responsibility therein, what do you think about all that, Curtis? Yeah. As both a fan and an umpire, mm-hmm. what are your opinions on these rules? Good, bad, how do you feel about them as a letter of the law and how you feel them as a view and experience as a spectator?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I guess beginning with the... uh with the wider base, I genuinely understand um, why that was, that was implemented. And, and I think from a safety standpoint, you know, for me, you know, I think about, you know, having a wider base and giving both the fielder and the runner, the opportunity to compete for bags in a way where, you know, we can protect players. Um, So yes, it does, you know,
0: not a physical game.
1: Yeah. 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 In that way. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Um, and, you know, it does, you know, widen, you know, runners lanes uh, a little bit. Uh, but overall, there's an understanding of why, you know, that was implemented. So so I, I'm cool with that. You know, us getting obstructions and, and interferences now, like no, no question. We know that there is intentional movement to try to interfere and all this type of thing. So um, so I think I think that's good. Um, when you say that, uh, how far along do you think it'll matriculate down to our level? I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it's considered within the next year or two you know I, I think most rules most interpretations trickle down from MLB to the pro to two-year ratio yeah exactly like what to two years. Yeah. um so so college will definitely consider those things you know if if folks are believing that the impact of those new rules could potentially benefit the collegiate game and so on and so forth so
0: well no, is that I mean so absolutely there has to be some sort of bridge where they're not going in blind, you know, you Correct. want to like, Correct. Correct. And, you know, and train the new generation to this thing. So they're used to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the minors and and now the majors, you know, like there's a platform for people to see that particular rule uh, implemented and how it impacts the game at the highest level. You know, if it's a positive impact to the game at the highest level, it's going to be strongly considered, you know, at lower levels. So I, I'm, I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah. So obviously the basis makes sense and that's why it's like pretty, you know, That's something that just optically just makes sense and you can explain to somebody. But the pitch clock is more uh, or sense, uh, uh, at least to me, an entertainment spectator pressure than anything of like competition or fairness. I don't know if I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I agree
1: with that. I think there's a heavy heavy element to you know um, us getting the, the the time of games now, and, and I love that because being on a baseball field three plus hours, especially midweek, oh my goodness, it's, it's you know it just makes the game long, and for the spectators that are participating um, in, in the contest, you know interest gets lost, and um, so so I, I get that element. Yeah, significantly. that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I I,
0: I, mm-hmm. I understand that it needs to be done. Because sports is more than just the game. There's a business aspect to it. There's a, a It's an environment more than just like the participants.
1: I guess what I was going to say is, um, a- along with the business element, I think there is um, the need for the game to move more efficiently. Um, so more than just... You know, folks who are watching the game feeling like they can be engaged with it. I think there there was a need for the game to be more purposeful when, when, when we look at the movement of all players. Um, there was too much dead time in the middle. You know, thinking about a batter and what they do at bat between every pitch. There's too much dead time. Yeah. Um. So for an effective play, you know, uh, and and. It, an effective sequence for players to be engaged and really focused on the exchange between the batter and um, the pitcher or the players or all those other things. I think this rule actually focuses on how to maximize efficiency between players. The result of us implementing the rule right is a decrease in time for the game, absolutely. But I think with that comes a real focus on player focus on the game, you know, I think, I think what we're going to see, I'm hoping what we see as a result, you know, in this year is, you know, an increased efficiency level with players on the field, you know, at different positions, not just the battery, not just the pitcher and the catcher, you know, so um, uh, making sure that the batter stays engaged and not, you know, stepping out and doing their dance and, you know, checking their, you know, their calls, like all that kind of stuff, like at this it's point, the fat. It's right. It, it's, it's getting rid of all of this, you know wasted time but so that still, way it um, can...
0: that wasted time was part of the culture though it's not
1: like it was not uh, not a good part of the culture
0: no 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 and I,
1: the progression, <laughs> pro-
0: progression is a yeah. shedding of cultures that was wasted
1: yeah and yeah, absolutely
0: and i understand that and that but that mm-hmm. just it wasn't a criticism it was an observation that was oh, something yeah, to, yeah. Make, to do with like fairness as far as shoring up competition based rules to make sure that everybody has an equal shot at it where this is more a cleanup effort to make the game more streamlined. right? Re- regardless of uh, the spectator's uh, experience, which I'm not saying is regardless, I'm, but in a vacuum, looking at it for the players' and coaches' perspective, it should be met as something that should have already happened. And I think players, have the, the good ones, have anticipated it in their own mind. I've seen them adjust to it, like Scherzer. Uh, one play, he the batter stepped out, he stayed in, he he stayed in whole, um, and rest. And, you know, he risked any flinching being a balk at that moment, but he was ready to go. And I think that that is part of uh, 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 how games progress. And the best, the cream rises to the top. This isn't a society where there's a lot of ideas. This is very, you know, in in its bare sense, uh, honest capitalism. And with that, that people are gonna, you don't feel like, they were playing a different set of rules and had more advantages over the other for being able to adjust to this rule that everybody's stricken to. And I think that, to me, as a spectator, is something that uh, I would like caution people who, who worry about this game being changed in such an unviewable way. Because it, that's purely, to me, reactionary. Because the same Monday morning quarterbacks would complain that baseball is too long and it's boring. And you can't have it both ways when you're criticized. And I, and I say that as a person with ears and hears people who, you know, my friends of mine just talk about it in a, in a, in a way that just doesn't involve their own influence in the decision-making. And at the same time, an outlook of, well, players adjust. Fans, like I said, they they can stay the same way. Whether they watch or not, it's up to them to be a fan. But for players, it's up to them to get better at it. And they will. And that's what they've been doing their whole life.
1: So when you say that, are you thinking that the implementation of the pitch clock was not necessary?
0: Oh no, not absolutely not in hockey they they change a lot of rules like they shorten the the crease line in basketball they extend the three point these are things that are in game that have no influence in the spectator way and I'm not saying that this is the sole reason that it is wasted time and yeah. you. Baseball has long been a game of athletic leisure in a way. And you yourself as a player can be a spectator in ways that all the sports don't offer, but it has gone too far. And it's gone too far in, in, in the original culture. I mean, the games are longer than ever. And it, why is that? It is necessary upon itself. It's not like it was just an idea. The game forced itself to have this sort of uh, renaissance in in its pace of play but it's special in the way that it's not a rule thing and it's something that spectators can feel like they have an influence or an opinion on more so than a uh, three point line being extended, shot clock after a rebound being half the time instead of the whole time, like those are those are different things, those are things that are, are progressing within the athletes themselves, not the uh, I feel like what is sort of stopping the game from regressing hmm. But it's super necessary for sure. And I, I think that in competition, I think there's some players who who would normally have a more offensive season who might suffer at first. And then people who are quicker to adjust will have a, a, an offensive season that they probably wouldn't have if it was the same thing. And that is a cool presentation of, wow, now we get to see who can adjust and get back to who's great. And I think it's kind of going to be the same people. This, this, these people they adjust you know you adjust to a pitcher baseball is more about adjustments than other sports too like in-game adjustments because so I, I just think it's interesting though uh, uh how it, it was just there is no uh baseball rule being affected other than hurry up
1: i guess i i think about a couple of things one um baseball is one of the few sports that doesn't have a clock like doesn't have a timer you know it's not it a time itself. sport it ends itself and you know when we think about basketball, football, hockey, there's a clock that lets us know when a certain period of the game will end, and ultimately side, like, when the game note, will end. When, so when it comes
0: to when it comes to planning and stuff like that, just to interrupt you for people listening. I, I tell my wife, you know, when you're gonna be home. I'm like, you know, it's baseball. I don't know. I, I give her a range of time, like a, a, a cable. You know, I'm about to install some Wi-Fi hey, babe, from the hours of seven to eight. But you know, with other sports and wrestling, you know, like there's a a pretty finite amount of time, and that that planning and it it is effective, and it it is broadness of how you don't know when baseball is going to end, and right. without chain without putting a clock on it, I think this is a, a best option. You're putting a clock on the pace of play,
1: right? Yeah. One of the few sports that you know doesn't have a clock. The addition of this timepiece now gives the sport an opportunity to regulate itself in ways that other sports already have built in. So I think this is a this is a cultural shift because baseball, just like other sports, have leisurely viewership, you know, whether it's players, whether it's fans, whatever, like folks are there to engage. Folks in the bench in the bench are observing the game just yeah. as much as, you know, any other sport. But unfortunately, baseball didn't have that clock to keep things moving. So there was a, a, an abundance of downtime where you know when we talk about consistency like like consistent movement consistent engagement um it just was not there and we saw it in the clocks the the the, the times that were being recorded for completions of games so so i i am excited about you know how the MLB rolls out their pitch clock um protocols you know once the season starts um this as much as you know I'm, I'm i'm thrilled that at the collegiate level we have these uh these rules are uh, implemented as well because players are engaged. They have to be engaged. They have to be mindful of how much time they're using to execute their pitch or to be ready for a pitch to be to be thrown. Um, or, you know, when they're changing sides, you know, making sure that they're being efficient with their warmups and, and not putting themselves in a position to violate the rule. There is no lollygagging, you know, like – looking into the air and just kind of, you know, like, no, like I, I I'm out here. There's a purpose. I got to take care of my business. So that way I'm ready, you know, for that first pitch. And and that just changes the mindset.
0: Yeah. And with that mindset, I think that it will create a, a, a not a I won't say better athlete, but a different, like you said, baseball is there's no clock, but it is incumbent of you to have an internal clock. And now I'm not saying they took advantage of it, but without that regulation, without that rule, it became sort of a mess and the games are getting longer and longer. And without putting a clock on the game itself, putting a clock on the players to show up to do the play, it, it seems pretty fair, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it mm-hmm. Not only seems fair, it, it seems incumbent on the players to to get with it. I don't know if there's a temperature of players pushing back or having to criticism, sure there is or not, but I would think that the, the majority of them are just head down and this is what the new reality is. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Conversely, though, as we move on with the shift, which I think affects a lot of people's complete game, not to think that Joey Gallo is all of a sudden going to be a, a, an all star player again without this sort of, in my opinion, was a cheesy setup. You know, it's taking position players who are responsible for a certain area of the field. And yeah, I, I'm all about like understanding the player's tendencies. Hey, if the guy can't hit a pitch, low and away, try your best to throw it in a low way. But if you know this is a guy's tendency, it's almost like goaltending in sports to me, uh, goaltending in baseball to me, where you're just like, you're standing right there waiting for the the metrics to fulfill itself instead of you making the play for your talent. Yeah, yeah. So with that, I'm going to go into the actual verbiage of the banning of the shift. At, each, at the start of each pitch, teams must have at least two infielders on either side of the base, on either side of second base, excuse me with all four position on the infield dirt. Infielders may not switch positions unless there's a substitution, meaning you can't take the right fielder's position unless you take the right fielder's position in the lineup. Mm -hmm. The reason being, last season, MLB teams positioned their infielders in overshift more than two fielders on one side of second base. So for people listening, there's no third baseman, essentially. On 33.6% of all plate appearances, meaning... Basically, the left-handed percentage of baseball players is around that that average. The strategy was even more pronounced against left-handed batters, which frequently resulted in those lefty hitters being thrown out on ground balls to the second baseman playing in short right field, with the number of singles per game reaching an all-time low. The past three seasons and the overall batting average, which is .243, at its lowest point since 1968. Because it's all or nothing in those situations. MLB wanted to see more balls in play turn into hits. Eliminating the overship is expected to help while at the same time require more athletic plays by infielders. So it is more incumbent of the athlete and the player who is that position it is to be an athlete and be responsible for that position. Not be responsible for this arrangement that metrics show you tendency, which i've gone back and forth with i i I like the fact that you can out strategize and listen hit it somewhere else right Mm -hmm. but in video games the term is cheesy and just because you can do it doesn't make it competitionally i don't want to say fair but it doesn't make it competitionally incumbent of you to be a better athlete you just gotta know tendency and i don't i don't it's a strategy Yeah, it is a strategy, but it's a cheesy strategy in my in my opinion. That it it's not something that is requiring a a player to be a player. It's requiring them to just stand in the spot and the coach. Yeah. The coaches is kind of being more influential. And I don't think baseball is set up that way because positions are positions for a reason.
1: I, I wouldn't call it cheesy. Uh, I, I I think it's smart to
0: be honest. Um, oh yeah, but smart can be cheesy. you are out there to get a win. I mean, some people don't mind. I mean, it's semantics. It's semantics. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, I, being cheesy doesn't mean that you're not smart. It means okay. that you're just trying That's to win, unnecessary. That's, right. That's fair.
1: That's fair. I think people are looking at the data. You know, they're looking at you know tendencies. They're they're trying to understand their opponent as much as possible and put players in position to make plays, right?
0: But they're not in their position that they are signed up to be on the lineup.
1: But they're but they're in a position to make plays. Okay, right? so then
0: why have positions at all? Just arrange it by everybody whose tendency is.
1: I'm not opposed to that. Like, put them where you think they're going to make a play, right? Like, that's that's what they were doing. I'm not saying what baseball is. I'm saying what coaches decided to do in order well, to be be successful at making sure. plays. We're part that's of the regulation of the
0: rules is to make sure that coaches don't use every means necessary to to get a win. You want to be more incumbent on athleticism.
1: I think that's a stretch. I think I think what was happening prior to this rule being implemented was, you know, people were positioning players based off of the data that they were receiving. You know, all of this is metrics and they know where you're going to hit, when you're going to hit it based off of what pitch was thrown, all that stuff. You know, that data drives how we make decisions, you know, back of the
0: baseball card stuff.
1: Absolutely. And more than that. So, you know, what pitch is being thrown at what velocity? And if it's thrown in this position, you know, and and it's a lefty. Wise in the winds. Absolutely. So like those things drive how decisions are being made to be able to execute and get out. Right. So I think, you know, what you shared earlier, you know, gets to the heart as to why they wanted to get rid of that um, and have folks in natural positions being able to make plays. Because, yeah, it took away from being able to hit in specific places and be able to achieve a base hidden in the hole you know between first and second went away because we had somebody waiting deep in that hole to make a play at first right and so that natural uh feel of the game where we knew we had two people on the left side and the right side and we were hitting for for average utilizing the full field a lot of that went away I think there's a lot of contributors to why that went away as well i mean everyone's trying to hit homers these days like i mean it's been for a while now but everybody's pulling trying to jack homers why not shifts if you Listen, know that a lefty's going to pull
0: nobody's and... less of a hall of famer because of the because the shift uh you know it includes not you to not be Hall of famer for sure
1: correct correct um but now with this rule being implemented you know there is i mean people are still going to be pulling for for homers but i think you know now that that that's gone, you know. More on bases, you know, on base opportunities will be presented. So, there's an intentional collection of decisions by folks utilizing data to take advantage. This is
0: a a reflection of coaches outsmarting the game in a way. Yeah, yeah. We'll and, and and the game with the regulations being the the people, the rules, and the the people who are not playing who pull the strings are always and any people to hear this always going to favor offense over defense. That's just the rules are always going to skew more to what makes more offense. And if you have stats like this where it's 250 average across, it just doesn't look good. Baseball already is, you know, three times out of 10 Hall of Famer. And now you're lessening that standard. And, and I think that is part of the look. Like I said, Joey Gallo is not considering this rule because he needs to just hit the ball somewhere else.
1: I think what was not a good look was – the fact that this shift movement if you will it highlighted the fact that many of our players are now starting to lack basic hitting skills like everyone's trying to put jack balls out of the out of the, out of the park no one's trying to hit the opposite in, a, in the opposite direction no one's trying what to chicken, lay
0: was it chicken or the egg like uh what came first you think the shift was born of a tendency of people shooting for the stars because I'm, I'm not, I'm asking in a, in a general like I think there's something to that understanding that the proponent and the allure of hitting a home run is better than playing like Ichiro and getting on base, which the actual metrics like Saber metrics reflect in value and war. You know, like your wins above replacement are your overall encompassing offensive skills. But the shift exposed a gap in the game that was left of where people were hitting for contact for whatever reason they were trying to get more offense out of their, their, their at-bat in and, and like a, an immediate run versus putting themselves in position for the team to manufacture it.
1: You think, you think that's what the shift did?
0: No, I think that was part of the, the, the idea of the shift. We have these guys who are just going to go all or nothing and you're not worried about singles. Just put them into the situations where it's going to be a pop fly or a home run. If they hit a ground ball to the opposite side, that's going against what, to me, would make you want to do the shift. You know, but the people are not hitting for singles. And the average has been lower. 250 is pretty low. But, you know, I, I'm just thinking as a, as a somebody who's seen the game a long time I, and trying to understand like how tendencies happen because the shift wasn't always a thing. It was yeah. something that everybody could do all the years.
1: Well, I mean, it's not brand new either. I mean, like, there was, every once in a while, folks shifted because they knew the tendencies of specific people. It became a phenomenon in the last, like, three, four years where everyone was shifting, knowing that you got a big lefty coming up and that lefty's going to pull. Like, you know where the lefty's going to hit. Um, yeah, for sure, against lefty, or, but not just lefty, writing. like,
0: contact hitters. They're not going to do that against a lefty contact hitter. It's a lefty... They were shifted Like, there. like
1: the, the reason why this is in play now is because based mm-hmm. off of the data, they shifted often. It wasn't just the big hitters. It was, it was hitters where they knew more than likely... The ball was going to go based off of the way that they hit the ball, and that to um, me was
0: where I say it's cheesy. It's kind of just setting the defense up to be you know, like a goaltending situation.
1: Again, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, rolling with the cheesy term, but I think. Okay, that, but what you know, do you like understand a,
0: the goaltending comparison?
1: I understand a goaltending comparison, well, like a three-second three violation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, those aren't cheesy calls. Those are those are important calls because folks yeah, but, tend to camp,
0: but they're born right? of a cheesy to mitigate cheesiness by just standing under the hoop and blocking any ball that does that comes its way. Yes. If you just do that, that would be cheesy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you just stand under the hoop and put your arms up and hit any ball that doesn't have an arc, you know, or or, or uh, while it's coming down an arc, or just stand in the in the in the paint for more than three seconds with nobody else on you, those are things that
1: well, three seconds know. can happen with you being in the paint, but you're not just standing in one place. You're actually moving, but you just didn't get out of the there paint. Doesn't... That's that's not cheesy. Yeah. Okay. That's that's just, that's just you failing to get out of the paint, and the paint is pretty big. Okay, then so,
0: I'll, I'll I'll specifically go to goaltending. Goaltending, yeah, is yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. to mitigate cheesiness. And I think there's an aspect of both things where you're spending too much time in a way in a place that's going to be advantageous to you without right. people to stop a shortstop to like move out. They can't box a shortstop out, so yeah, it's a little, yeah. But like those are at least in my brain how it, like analogous things. Should, why are these rules born? Yeah. Why was and goaltending is a clear. So you just you can't stand in the hoop and just smack the ball out as it comes. at that, that it's. It's not incumbent of skill. And I think baseball gets away with it because you're you're looking at the batters like just hit it somewhere else. you know and and sure, hit it somewhere else.
1: I, I I guess you know I guess my earlier point I was I was trying to articulate, I think what's being highlighted is you know this this new rule, you know, put a spotlight on the lack of skill now um the lack of laying a butt down and mm-hmm. making a making players make plays hitting in the opposite field you know if you have a gap utilizing your skill utilizing your bat direction all that kind of stuff and and putting it down the left field line or in the hole or gap that's now been vac- created because everyone's in this significant shift we don't hit demonstrating skill anymore we hit demonstrating exit velocity like how hard can i swing this bat how hard how yeah. fast can i get this ball to leave the yard. And honestly, batting averages went down not because of the shift, but because of a different mentality when it comes to hitting. Everyone's trying to hit hard versus hit smart. So to me, the shift, although I think impactful, I don't think that's, I I think the the shift is not the issue of of batting averages going down. I think us not promoting a culture where batting is a art um, and people perfecting the art is causing the bad letting the average go down. So, you know, again, I'm not, I see why the rule is being impl- implemented. I don't think that's indicative of something that's bad for the game. I do think that it has highlighted aspects of how the game is being performed that we are failing to address because we're looking at something that's more sparkly and glittery in front of our face and, you know, thinking that it's Very negative versus, face. exactly, versus looking at the bigger picture. Oh, right. our, our young people, I mean, think about the work that we do, like we, when, we, when we're working at domination, or if we're working, you know, a high school ball game, how many times will you see bunts laid down, right? Unless it's a quality, well-coached team and you know it's going to be a, you know, a, a really close game, you may see strategy come out, and now you're seeing, you know, batters, you know, lay the ball down and, and, and runners being moved around. But for the most part, most games right now, folks are swinging the bat and they're swinging hard, and they're trying to get all that they can get.
0: So maybe that's part of it. Like they, they you want to uh, implement more baseball, more actual baseball, like what it is to be a baseball player and not just swinging a bat and seeing where the ball goes, putting the ball into position for you to do more than just score a run or hit it hard. And but, yeah, the sh- it, but
1: the shift doesn't impact that. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, think the,
0: yeah. I, the shift is, uh, um, honestly, to me, and you've made it more clear, it is uh, kind of like a, a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's a necessary scapegoat where now it's going to force the issue because it's shorthanded, I think, where you can develop the culture in a more youthful way and and promote the game a little differently.
1: I don't know. Because think about this. The shift has been, at least the last three four years, heavy, right? How many times have you seen people say, you know what? Thank you for giving me the third base line. I'm going to lay this ball down.
0: No, no, that's what I mean. I, you think, I, mean? Like, I think my offense offense is more uh, an allure in culture in baseball than actual skill.
1: Oh, without a doubt. I'm, I'm in agreement that's, with that. that that's sure. what I'm saying. Like, so, okay. yeah. And I think yeah.
0: that the the shift exposed that in a way that now, in order to get back to sort of the basics, I think MLB might have concluded that, that we have to just ban this. And hopefully, plus the culture of emphasizing Players like Ichiro's greatness.
1: So I guess where I, where I was going to go with this, um, and sorry to cut you off is no. so so with the shift, people were being dared to lay the ball down, and they didn't. Yeah. So now going back to regular two two individuals per side of second base, right? You think they're now going to lay the ball down? Absolutely not. They're going to no, continue definitely. to swing <laughs> like like it's, it's it's business as usual, and I think that's that's the piece that. You know, um,
0: kind of makes you know. it seem patchwork in that way. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, like we, we just we just created another way for um those, address the real those hits. We, we we didn't address the real issue, and the, and and rules will not address the issue. The, the the culture of baseball has to address this issue. That's what I said. Emphasizing and, and, yes skills versus yes. offense. Correct. Agree. Agree. And I mean, we have speed, speedsters still in the game. At I mean, back. like, and they and they're swinging for the fences. I mean, My our brother, leadoff Manny- guys.
0: I love he will appreciate. I mentioned my brother Manny Rodriguez. He he made a amateur living for a while being an all star bunner.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, you know yep. he had yep.
0: skill in bunting, mm-hmm. and 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 I think uh, going back to the, uh, the 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 bases, I think I'm sure they consider the fact that it'll be more. Uh, eventually, it'll give it'll induce more base stealing if you mitigate less contact. I, I mean, it could you know it's just more space to to operate. Whether that was intended or not, I think that can be an intended or unintended consequence that is different than the shift where I think the shift is overcompensating for something. And instead of attacking it in a, a cultural promotional issue, they do patchwork and they try to take the the people who understood the competition in a competition way to expose that vacancy. And, and instead of fulfilling that vacancy, they, they take away the people who outsmarted it instead of... Harnessing a way to combat it. Yeah, do your shift. Do your shift. I'll hit it the other way. When I was talking about it, like, now I'll give my opinion. I don't think you should ever take anybody's ability away from them within the rules to get a win. And doing this it, it is taking a, a strategic element away because people are not changing their game to make themselves better. And I think that is a damaging aspect in the game overall. Maybe it's not a, it's not a damaging thing that's felt right away, but a, a culture rarely is uh, an immediate thing. I think constantly promoting this and constantly making kids think that this is more valuable than the other is ultimately what has led us to 249 batting average you know, across the league. That's deplorable, if you think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. baseball already is, like I said, three out of ten times your Hall of Famer. Now the average is 250? Like, come on. And it's not like the pitching ERA is going lower. No. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's just their their choices. To it's, it's really just their choices. And now because you're making bad choices, other people who've made the better choice to expose that have to suffer. Mm-hmm. And that's my mm-hmm. true opinion about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, and think about this too. You know, you brought up the whole pitching side, and that's a whole nother podcast episode. But like, you know, pitching is relatively strong right now. I mean, like folks are are hurling right now. You know, and and um, arms are only getting stronger. Arms are only getting stronger. You know, and I mean, you got big big arms. You know, throwing ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, you see, know? like
0: a, the way a pitcher throws, like a, a mile per hour, is just, that's an actual stat of skills and uh, exit velocity. That's just yeah. mm. that. That's you, mm. a pitcher is only he's responsible for the amount of speed that comes off his pitch. A, a batter of exit velocity happen. It has to be the pitcher's speed where you hit. It's not necessarily a skill to hit the ball fast. More than it is to hit it in a certain spot that gets you in a better chance position to win.
1: Agree. I agree with that. Where
0: you know throwing a ball fast is an actual skill. Hit, mm-hmm. and is usually, uh, this is my this is your best chance to score on me, and I'm gonna beat you at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like throwing a breaking ball all the time and, and and or you know that that mentality of of I all or nothing. it really is pervasive, I think, too, and um in kind of all sports, I just think basketball it's a little more colored up where a three point shot just seems more difficult, but it is still pervasive in that like people just hold you know, just chuck the ball up and mm-hmm. where are the bigs? Where are the shacks? you know, where are the people you pass the ball to to facilitate a play instead of you just, chucking it because shooting is just like hitting in baseball it's basic and everybody can get it and as long as the ball goes in and as long as you hit a ball in a scoring way you can think that that's the primary thing instead of facilitating the game and making it better or making everybody better mm-hmm. and three point shots don't make everybody better
1: just like home runs don't make everybody
0: better and yeah it's only, you're the only ones and if, mm-hmm. and if you are not the only run it preceded somebody being doing something before you to get on base. You, you know, know. It's a, you share it and putting yourself in position in the team to win it is more calculated than all or nothing situations.
1: If everybody's trying to chuck three pointers, the team's ultimately going to not be successful.
0: I mean, just get rid of the three point uh, violation. Nobody's going to stand. There. Just, everybody's going to stand outside and wait and wait till somebody chucks it. Why even penetrate?
1: But if you right. but if you have other players who can do other things to score or to facilitate scoring now you have strategy that opens up more opportunities right and i think the same with baseball you know like you're gonna have your guys who are the bower hitters who can make big things happen at specific times but i think we've gotten away from understanding that you know what there's a leadoff man for a reason like that person has the ability to put the ball in play and get on base you know use his legs or use a strategic contact method to make a player make plays. And I think we've moved away from that. Because um, it's
0: a reactionary to me. I think it's based on some sort of pressure. I mean, I, I obviously, I speak as an observer, but somebody's watched baseball my whole life. I don't understand how you can make the same logic for uh, something like the pitch clock to enhance the game's movement and and, and treat it as something that's going to promote better competition and more pace of play but then eliminate things that actually make people better strategists. And just because other people are choosing to play the game less, there's more than one options to get a hit.